You're listening to Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Puff. Hello, hello. So today I wanted to talk about a question actually that I got today. I had somebody message me on Instagram and essentially ask, okay, so if I'm trying to lose weight, what is more important? Is it nutrition or is it exercise? And I had to pause and think because both are obviously equally important. And for me, I look at so many other factors than just those two that we would normally think about. But if I had to narrow it down, my answer would be nutrition. And I want to talk about ways to help you shift your nutrition and how you're currently doing things so that all the rest of the things feel a little bit easier for you as well. So there's a couple things here and I apologize for the noise. It's um, I'm sitting in my car and it's raining <laughs> and I just before I went inside and it got really loud, I wanted to record this. So um, a couple things. So the way I want you to think about this and what I would tell a client is if you think about a car, you could do as many modifications to, you know, the I don't know, the exterior, the interior, you could switch out all sorts of things to make the car sturdier, safer, all of those things. Okay. But the fuel that you use for your car is going to determine how long your vehicle runs, how long it lasts. Right. Um, And you wouldn't be putting like, I don't know, canola oil in your (laughs) engine rather than gasoline. Like you've got to use the appropriate fuel. So, The here's the thing with this. So I find oftentimes that the reason we are so resistant um, and struggle to actually start making any sort of progress in our fitness journey is because we know I have to eat well and move my body to get results. But both of those things feel really hard for me. So where do I start? What do I do? What is, you know, this 80 20 balance that we're all talking about? I just want to simplify this for you today so that you can start taking some immediate steps to start feeling like you're actually seeing progress and noticing a different and increasing your energy levels, potentially losing some weight. And if you're consistent with this, you are going to see the scale move. So here's what I want to talk about. Okay, let's just let's just role play here. Let's pretend that you're a client. And you're coming in and you just joined one-to-one coaching and you're like, okay, what's next? Where do I start? Because when you have this buffet full of options, right, here's the things that we need to adjust and fix. It can feel super overwhelming. So what I would do is I would ask you a number of questions. And this is something that I actually um, do on my onboarding call is I ask a bunch of questions about like where you're at. And what feels like the biggest barrier for you? And we have two options from there. And I find a lot of times if you're struggling with something the most, I actually don't address that first. My goal as a coach, and this is what sets me apart, I think, from a lot of different approaches out there, um, is that I'm not going to make you do the hard thing first. Actually, I don't make you do anything. That's completely incorrect wording. I want to support you through this all. Um So what we do first is we pick like the easiest thing that is available for you to start shifting. So if you have less resistance around exercise, for example, you're like, it would actually be really relatively easy for me to like try a workout. 
and see how I feel. But changing my food habits right now, whoa, that feels overwhelming. So we will start with what feels easiest. What I refer to that as when I'm coaching is just lowering the barrier to entry, right? Making it as easy as possible for you to start the race, so to speak. So in that, um, we will start with something very small. So for example, if working out feels easiest, but it still feels hard, I'm not going to start you with 45 minutes, you know, three or four times a week. That's just not how I roll. When I build your plan, some of the things that I would do and the way I would suggest you doing this is instead of expecting yourself to do a 45 minute workout X amount of times per week, start with literally five minutes, like literally five minutes, start building the habit rather than just doing the thing. Okay. Because I find a lot of times the advice is like, just do it, just work out, just do this. And meanwhile, all of us are asking, okay, but how, how do I, how do I make that work? So what I would suggest is by starting small, think about like, what is literally the first step that I need to go from where I'm at now to take me slightly closer to my goal. And that could be a five minute workout. Easy, right? Now, when it comes to nutrition, so maybe you're like, actually, I just want to rip the Band-Aid off and I want to deal with the hardest thing. And maybe food is the hardest for you. And so what I would recommend there is by starting as small as possible. So I think a lot of the time, I think a lot of the time, what is the most frustrating is that we think we have to do it all or it doesn't count. And I am telling you, and I'll give you an example, too, of like different like possibilities, like ways that you could start like building your plan today. Um, but first, I think it's like you just have to start small. So for some of my clients, that is just starting with increasing their hydration. That's it. We haven't changed any of the food habits, but just increasing hydration, meaning first thing they wake up in the morning, they chug a glass of water. They feel really good about it. Done. Check it off the list. The next thing that you could do, um, and this all depends on your goals, by the way. So like take this with a grain of salt because this might not be the right fit for you, but you could be like, I am eating a lot of fast food and I'm not getting a lot of like nutrients. So maybe, um, instead of cutting out the fast food, you just focus on adding in vegetables at some point. So that would be a really easy fix. How can I increase my protein intake without changing anything that I'm currently doing? I don't suggest, and this is an unpopular opinion, let me just say, I don't suggest immediately going in and saying, what are the things I need to cut out? I swear to God, if I see another like reel or TikTok or post that's like, you know, talking about a challenge for however many days or weeks or months or whatever, and the list is literally just stuff that you're not allowed to do or eat. So no alcohol, no sugar, no fast food. No, 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 no. Guess what you're going to be thinking about? <laughs> All of the things that you can't have, right? And there is, there is, there is a life that you can eat the things that most people would deem junk food, which I don't personally use that kind of language because I feel it's very unhelpful for you to like heal your relationship with food and reduce your food guilt while also being on track for healthy eating. That's a, another topic for another day. But with that, again, cutting everything out doesn't give you 
the option to replace it. It's literally just don't eat this, don't drink this, don't do this. So we start fixating on the things that we can't have. We start focusing on deprivation. And even that starvation, even though like your body is not being starved by removing junk food, like this could be something that's healthy for you. But at the same time, this, especially with a lot of the moms that I work with, especially when you're dealing with an overload of stress, your tendency is to crave those, all of those quote, bad foods, because that, that is like, it's a coping mechanism. This is why I also look at like stress and sleep, because if those things are not in a balance, in alignment, it's going to be really hard to do the other things like eating well and moving your body. So just to back up, here are some really simple takeaways that you can do to help start one prioritizing nutrition because if it comes down to the two of them I would prioritize your nutrition that doesn't always work to do first for every client this is why the coaching aspect is so important because you that may actually trigger you to start like I don't know getting caught in the guilt again but let's just say you are gonna start after this post you're gonna start with nutrition what I would recommend you do is to not make a list of all the things you need to cut out because that's not going to help you. What I would do is take a look at like where you're at, judgment-free, literally just coming from an observational, like gathering data, that's it, looking at a list of like, okay, what does a day in the life of eating look like for me? If you are going to Starbucks in the morning and then McDonald's for lunch and then you're putting a frozen pizza in the oven for dinner, what I would do instead of saying, okay, I need to skip the fast food, I would first say, what can I add to my meal to make this more balanced? That's the first thing I would say. Super unpopular opinion because most coaches are going to tell you to, you know, swap out X, Y, and Z. Here's the healthy swap, blah, blah, blah. But here's the secret, my friends. Are you ready? If you want to change your habits with food, with working out, if you want to change your relationship with food, with working out, with your body, if you want to reduce guilt... You need to first learn how to build trust in yourself so that you can feel like, oh, I got this, so that you can build consistency, so that you can activate a little more discipline when it comes to your choices, so that you can eat and move your body in alignment with your goals, so that you can reach that ultimate goal that you want. If you don't first start with building trust which is what I help my clients do, build trust within themselves by taking it and making these micro shifts, you are never going to get to the official starting line where you can really like do the big work, the work that is going to make the most massive shifts. Okay. So I know this isn't sexy, right? It's not sexy to be like, how can I add vegetables to my Starbucks order? But think of it this way. Like literally if you were getting like I went to Starbucks this morning, so I'm going to give you an example. One way that you could do this that's really easy, instead of focusing on the calories, instead of focusing on, you know, the macronutrients, whatever, if you are getting a croissant for breakfast and a latte, think about what is missing from this. This is carbs and fat, and I'm really missing some protein. So how can I add protein into this? Instead, could you get a breakfast sandwich and I'm just saying, again, baby steps. I'm giving an example to give you permission to start building trust. Could you get a breakfast sandwich that has eggs in it 
or meat. We're not judging what the eggs or the meat looks like. We're not freaking out about whether it has bacon or egg whites or whatever. But could you get some protein in there? The other option would be get your croissant, but also buy some egg bites on the side. So again, protein. I will say eggs are not the best source of protein, but it's a step in the right direction. So this is what we this is. As you can see, we're like trying to build small little pieces of trust piece by piece so that eventually you are thinking about when you pull up to the Starbucks line, you're going, how am I going to feel most nourished today? You get your latte, your fancy latte that's full of all the sweeteners and the, the yummy stuff that you used to deem as bad or junk food. And you also get the spinach feta wrap because it's got vegetables, it's got protein, it's got fat, it's got carbs, and it'll keep you full for a little bit longer than the croissant you used to order. That is how we start building trust. So that's just one example. Um, the other thing I would say too, so going back to that example of like day in the life, right? We have our Starbucks in the morning before work, then you get McDonald's or some other fast food in the middle of the day, and then you're so tired by the end of the night, you throw in a frozen pizza. I would tell you, I would say, first of all, what is the easiest meal for you to change? Or even the opposite, what is the hardest meal that you always struggle with and feels the most like you're feeling the most resistance to change? And you're like, lunchtime, man, I don't like prepping my lunch. I'm like, all right, we're not going to start there. And you're like, dinner would be pretty easy because I'm home and I could cook. I just don't know what to cook, blah, blah, blah. So that's where we start. And then what I would tell you is how can we add to this pizza? You don't have to change the meal. You just need to enhance the meal. This is why I very intentionally in the module for my 12 week empowers postpartum program is enhance your eating. And this is why it's named that in my results roadmap for any of my programs, because it's not about like completely overhauling the way you're eating. It's about enhancing what you're already doing. And over time, your capacity to enhance and what that actually looks like is going to shift and change. So if we're going to enhance your eating, starting with a frozen pizza, a couple of things we could do. Make sure that that pizza has some protein. So throw some, like, go get a rotisserie chicken even. Take some of that shredded chicken and sprinkle it on the pizza. Maybe half of that pizza goes to the kids and they will only eat pepperoni, so it's there. Maybe what you could do is add some chicken. You could add some vegetables on top. And maybe you're like, I will not eat vegetable pizza. Then what you can do is have a little baby side salad or have some veggies on the side. Or even if we have to start even smaller and you're like, I will do fruit, but not vegetables, then eat some fruit, <laughs> get some fiber, get some nutrients, get some color. How can we enhance your meal? And that's where I would start. And I think oftentimes because we're so stuck on making things look a certain way, like my meal has to look like this. It has to be like prepped. It has to be chicken and broccoli. It has to be low carb, low fat, low whatever. And then we get so hung up on that that we get overwhelmed and then we don't even try. So how is that serving you? So this I wanted to just offer some extra options, a different viewpoint so that you can show up and make some simple shifts that actually like I'm going to just tell you the reason that my clients are able to lose weight without ever focusing on weight loss. Like most of my clients, when they come in and they're like, you know, it'd be nice to lose the baby weight, but really I'm just so sick of feeling like this. They usually lose weight as a natural consequence because we make these simple shifts. And here's the secret. Are you ready? Take the pressure off. Take the pressure off. 
you don't need to be doing all the things all at once. You're already doing all the things. Trust me. <laughs> like as a mom, you're already doing all the things you don't need to do anymore. In fact, what can we do less of? We can stress less. How do we do that? We don't put so much ding dang pressure on ourselves. We use smart tools that help us to simplify things in our lives. And then it's way easier to show up way easier. So here is your homework. If you're listening to this, your homework is one recognize like where you have the most resistance. Is it working out or is it eating? I would recommend focusing on eating. But again, if you were a client and you were saying like thinking about the food changes I have to make sound like a nightmare, what you can do is start with moving your body. And eventually, because you're putting in so much work to be consistent and move your body, it is a natural side effect to want to enhance your eating as a result. So either way you start doesn't matter. Just know that the most the most progress that you'll probably see is when you change your eating. So when you, when your homework now is when you get to that point specifically for changing your eating, what I want you to think about is literally just one small shift, not what can I take away? What can I, I mean, reduce? Sure. But we don't need to cut anything out right now. One way that you can enhance one meal out of the week out of what's the math on that three times seven. Let's just assume that you are doing three meals a day, maybe some snacks, seven days a week. That's 21 opportunities for you to make one shift. Can you make one shift out of 21 opportunities? Yes, you can. So pick one out of those 21 opportunities to enhance your meal, make it as nourishing as you can tolerate, as nourishing as your brain will allow, right? And then enjoy it. Pat yourself on the back, celebrate your wins, and then do it again in week two. And then the next week, week three, you're going to increase the number of meals that you enhance. And then you are going to increase the amount of days that you're enhancing those meals. And this is how we slowly build. And I think so often, again, it just comes back to putting way too much pressure on ourselves, putting a really strict timeline, and also telling ourselves we need to do it all, we need to do it now. So how would it feel to you to take the pressure off and just build slowly like this? Now, I take, I, I encourage you to try this challenge. Challenge yourself a little bit and call it what you want. I say enhance your eating. We don't need to be like, I'm going to eat super clean. I'm going to eat super healthy because first of all, healthy looks very different for everybody. So how can you enhance your eating today to help support your goals? One opportunity out of 21 opportunities to make one small shift. And that's it. And just rinse and repeat and then increase, then rinse and repeat, and then increase, rinse and repeat. And then once you build those habits where things look more balanced, you're eating more vegetables, you're drinking more water, you're getting more protein in your diet, then this is where we can start refining. This this to me would be the equivalent of like, if you were, um, if you were writing an essay, this would be just getting all the words on the page, right? We're laying these foundational skills. We're learning how to add color to our plate. We're learning how to make sure that we're getting all the macros on our plate. We're not, we're not worried about how much. Then 
once you get all the words on the page, that's where we edit. We cross out words that don't need to be there. We enhance our sentences so it flows better. This is where we go in. We look at like, okay, are you eating the correct portions now? So quality over, quality over quantity first, and then quantity. We look at macronutrient quantity, and then we look at caloric quantity. The reason being is because if you can get quality food in your body, your body will thank you. Kind of like when you put quality fuel in your gas tank, your car will run better. And then are you underfueling? Are you overfueling? Are you trying to top off the tank too much and you don't realize? This is where having a coach can be really helpful because not only are you learning those foundational skills, then you get to a certain point where you're like, all right, now I'm ready to unlock that discipline, that consistency, because I already have the foundations in place. So I just wanted to give you that little tip. This is pretty much exactly how I would walk you through as a client, except everything would obviously be very catered and detailed to what you are going through. Um, and my advice would definitely change based off of like your family dynamic, your work schedule, your mental capacity, your desire or like complete aversion to cooking. Do you eat out a lot? Are you always on the road? Like these these tools will definitely change based off of who you are and your life and your preferences and your health history and all that. But this, I hope, has given you one, some permission and two, some clarity on what you could do today to start moving the needle the most. So anyway, I'm really glad that you were here listening to this. I appreciate you. I hope this was super helpful. I would love to hear your questions. Let me know. Send me a message. And as always, be bold, be fit.